OSL is the leading distributor of radiotherapy patient positioning equipment and physics QA products for the UK and Ireland, supplying both the NHS and private sectors. We currently have a busy event schedule and will be attending many conferences in the next few months and many of the regional study days. For a full list of where to meet us, please do get in touch. As well as our event schedule, we also have a busy product portfolio that has recently been updated to. This includes Sky Factory for state-of-the-art visual LED lighting. We have MyQA Ion and Ion RT from IBA for automated patient-specific QA for photon, electron and proton radiotherapy. And we also have MR Box from our AI suppliers at Therapanacea, allowing AI-powered MR-only workflows for a more consistent and high-quality planning pathway. For SGRT, we have a vast range of open-faced thermoplastic masks, as well as surface-guided compatible clear bolus from ClearSight, preventing any risk of interference between the skin surface and your SGRT solution. And as always, do not hesitate to get in touch to discuss your product and service requirements with our friendly and knowledgeable team. Our account and clinical specialists are from a radiotherapy and physics background, and we are more than happy to chat about the clinical benefits and the workflow of all of our products. Hi everyone and welcome to Rad Chat, the award-winning therapeutic radiographer-led oncology podcast. My name is Joe McNamara and I'm joined by fellow host Norman Joel Anderson. Hi everyone. So we're really lucky to introduce today uh, Simon. Simon, do you want to introduce yourself and explain a little bit about your role? Yeah, sure. So I'm, I'm Simon Goldsworthy, um, consultant therapeutic radiographer specialising in, in breast cancer in Taunton, Somerset. And I am here today... Uh, presenting my PhD work, um, the Comfort Study. Um, so that was this morning, and this afternoon uh, was a workshop that I co-hosted, um, which was about compassion, compassion to our patients, to each other, the organisation, um, and self-care as well. So, um, yeah. You've been busy. Been busy today. What got you into radiography? Let's take you all the way back. Wow, Naaman, that's, uh, that's an interesting one. So uh, the beginnings for me were going to an open day in Ealing, London, and um, looking at the variety of professions. And this is after I'd uh, been working in healthcare for a while. So I'd been a, a care assistant, and I thought to myself, you know, I want to do something in healthcare. Uh, I like being with people. Looked at the different NHS professions, nursing, Allied Health and then found uh, therapeutic radiography and two things stuck out really at the time what they sold to me was the patient care which I just lapped I thought that's great yeah. um, there was the technical side of radiotherapy as well and then interestingly and this must have been just at its conception is the um, four t- you know the the career structure uh, which was uh, you know practitioner senior practitioner advanced practitioner what it was at the time and then consultant um, so that's what hooked me in initially I thought actually this is a profession not only looks really interesting from the patient and the people um, perspective the technical but actually there's a, a career in radiotherapy um, it's interesting really and I say that because when I qualified in um, 2005 you, I was out there on the front line at the Royal Sussex County in, in Brighton and realised that actually this 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 was so fresh it hadn't actually been implemented at all and I slowly started to see things roll out very very slowly um, but 
today we're obviously seeing these roles more and more. I'm a consultant radio for now myself, which I didn't foresee either. Um, and uh, you know, there's, there's been sessions today on advanced practice, consultant practice. I've seen some of them, but I had to leave for the session that I was doing this morning. So uh, things have just got, you know, have come on leaps and bounds when it comes to advanced practice in uh, all of the AHP professions, specifically radiotherapy. So Simon, can you tell us a little bit about your PhD? What were your findings? What were my, what were my findings? Um, so um, there were three main studies in my PhD. The first was a systematic literature review, which uh, was quantitative. Uh, so that found that there were lots of potential comforting interventions that could be used uh, in radiotherapy that were used for other clinical procedures that were similar to radiotherapy and that it was about uh, patient sustaining position for an extended period of time, so above 10 minutes. Um, so that was the first thing. There were lots of uh, potential comfort interventions, uh, characteristics that could be then used as like, if you like, the ingredients to make something specific um, for radiotherapy. Um, also, within that same study, I looked at clinical significance. So you've probably all heard about statistical significance, uh, p-values and such like, looking at the difference, which sometimes you're looking at two figures for something, statistical significance is just telling you there's a difference. Yeah. So clinical significance takes it that step further to say, hang on a minute, what does that actually mean for the patient? Um, and so there was only um, a few interventions out of, uh, I think it was uh, one, two, three, five interventions that were clinically significant which um, the, the basis for determining clinical significance were an effect size above 0.4, good interrater of agreement and an acceptable risk of bias. So it was quite a, a criteria. Um, the next phase of the studies were interviews, so that's qualitative. So that was to draw out the views and experience, experiences of patients and therapeutic radiographers from around the UK. So it's 25 patients, 25 uh, radiographers, um, to look at their experiences, views of comfort and how it, it can be best managed. So that took a deep dive and explored, uh, uh, provided a greater understanding of patients' experiences of comfort during the procedure of radiotherapy. But then the sub-study to that was to look at the how it was best managed. And so from that, there were lots of, uh, there was three themes overall, but there were lots of sub-themes that indicated potential comfort solutions that could be used. That together, so the comfort solutions from the um, sub-themes of the qualitative work, along with the um, comfort intervention categories from the systematic review were triangulated, synthesised into a list of co potential comfort intervention components, which then underwent, uh, which were then prioritised in a consensus study, a nominal group technique study, um, which in a nutshell we, we ended up with 11 interventions which were included or included with caution uh, uh, because they were either um, a reasonable priority uh, but not necessarily with good interrater agreement. Right. So 11 comfort intervention components that, could potentially, that are recommended for development and comfort intervention package. So that's it in a nutshell. Um, and I make it sound. I make it sound very, very brief. A lot, of, a lot of years worth of work yeah. into essentially a three-minute pitch. <laughs> exactly. I make it sound very, very brief and uh, in a snapshot, which is what it is in a nutshell.
uh, but there was lots of painstaking hours with all of it really not all every phase of the studies even the even the data crunching the data going through the systematic review five five thousand two hundred articles wow. were screened then the data even of uh, 46 uh, randomized control trials the data from 46 studies was extracted then there was further analysis on 26 of them for the clinical significance so not all of them were evaluated for that because the data wasn't available then the interviews my goodness <laughs> the also time pandemic as well yes yeah, so that affected the uh, <laughs> yeah. consensus study which was all online um, so and that has its benefits and it also has its negatives potentially yeah. so you don't have that human interaction but then participants are or panel members they're called actually participants are then maybe they could feel freer to answer and yeah. complete their prioritization make any comments um, so there are flip sides to it but uh, so how has what you found from your PhD now been implemented in your it hasn't just yet because there's further work to do and that's why coming here to put it out there is a way of saying look this is what's been done so far yeah. um, if it, it's not just for me to use what I've done so far it's for other people to say hey look let's just continue this uh, focus on comfort we've got the, a solid foundation here we've got some evidence let's proceed there's 11 comfort interventions there that look suitable to radiotherapy hey we don't need to use all of them but these few look good yeah so, um, so there's more work to be done to test in radiotherapy. Have you had any engagement from industry? Because thinking if there's 11 interventions, would they potentially help in the future to make it more widely available? It's possible if, if most of them are things that you would do in-house. Um, in, I say in-house, within a... You, you want to trial it, I would say. Field test, trial it. But things like stretching and exercise before uh, radiotherapy or coaching. So these are some of the, uh, some of the interventions. Uh, uh, it could be something to do with psychological therapies. It could be to do with using a different type of mobilization, so something softer, cushioned. It sounds obvious, but uh, um, assessment of compliance and things like that. Um, so some of these things, but there are others where there could actually, i tell you what there could be. Um, Maybe I'm giving away something here, but that this is for the benefit of patients. So for me, it doesn't matter. Um, you could have some app, a patient app, which could give them a choice of a toolkit of these intervention components, and then within the app, so if it's stretching or exercises, you've got the stretches and exercises that will help prior to radiotherapy to relax certain muscle groups, to ease the gas, depending, depending on what part of the body it is. Yeah. Uh, ease gas of the pelvic if they're breast and they uh, breast cancer and they have a breast cancer radiotherapy to get the arms mobile to um, ob uh, to achieve bilateral arm abduction so there could be so there could be in that sense yeah there could be in that sense or simon there could something. be a podcast that has lots of social media engagement which has exercises for patients like we do on red chat <laughs> there you go then there you go there you go but that was just one example i suppose but there's thoughts in there um, there could be meditative, um, self, you know, all sorts of different yeah. interventions. So uh, it's really, it's really interesting, and I think I'm really passionate about prehabilitation. Um, yes. And it so there's fits a crossover. Beautifully yeah. In that, doesn't it? In that sphere. So there's a crossover with that actually, and of course, uh, I also teach for the Estro School, and so there's, you know, we we talk about prehab, we talk about the. the comfort related stuff we talk about the technical 
we include it all and so um, yeah there certainly is for prehab there's a lot of crossover yeah. so um, yeah before you go Simon thinking back to you know, obviously we're at a conference there's lots of students or junior people what advice would you give them about getting into research goodness well um, I don't think any pathway is 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 that kind of clear but I think what you should do is use your passion if you really find something that is it, it annoys you in practice use that as your uh, that's everyone now starting to do research surely Simon <laughs> that's a good thing. use that as your uh, as your initial driver whatever that might be because that's what I did in the early days it was, I think everybody was involved in skincare and creating new guidelines and whatever hospital they were in radiotherapy department and so it annoyed me for example that um, aloe vera was being used but not just that that um, patients it was ethical I suppose uh, patients were being advised to buy certain aloe vera deodorants costing 20 30 pounds this is some years ago and so that annoyed me so much that I was thinking hey but the evidence is saying that aloe vera doesn't suit everybody and for some it can cause dry desquamation so we need to be careful in what we're, we're suggesting here and um, and so yeah we, you know with colleagues we produce the uh, uh, evidence-based skincare guidelines in the hospital I was working in um, and so that's what I would say is is whatever annoys you in practice use that annoyance <laughs> to drive the evidence change and I think you can start small I mean that that if you like is a small way to start is evidence basing a, a, an area of practice whatever it might be it could even be to do with um, let's think uh, on the front line of radiotherapy treatment it could be to do with where you set a patient up from is it is it from the uh, top of the couch is it from the tattoos what's the evidence for doing that you could collect your own data evaluate it and then prove to your team that it's better to for example i'm not saying this is true start from <laughs> tattoos you know as a, yeah. an initial setup so it could be anything i think starting small finding something that annoys you starting small gathering a team if you're a junior find someone find an ally a senior that's going to work with you what you did for me, 20, 2018. So 2018 UKIO. That's how I got to come here then. Simon, I'm concerned though because you're very well published. Does that mean that a lot in radiotherapy has really annoyed you over the years? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, perfect. I think there's got to be some sort of driver. I think annoyed is a strong word, isn't it? But there's got to be something that drives that passion yeah. to say, oh, yeah. I want to do research in this area I mean comfort I mean you know aiming to improve comfort for patients undergoing radiotherapy my goodness it's too many years I've been doing that and, um, uh, but I'm seeing lots of people there's there's lots more interest in trying to improve comfort in radiotherapy and uh, um, so uh, yeah so not annoyance passion both yes. <laughs> both one or the other Thank you. A bit of both. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you.